Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <coughs> that looks amazing. What did you order? <coughs> Tacos. Um, what? <coughs> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <coughs> Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado! One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <coughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Lost its elasticity. Oh, there it is. Wait, wait, just one good one. Oh, that was weak as fuck. Oh, wait, you're fired. There. Okay. What is this? This. This. The hand fart hour. No. Welcome to our ASMR. No. Hand, hand farts. farts. No. No. What do you get when you cross a room and four idiots? Welcome to customer states. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we talk about everything in the automotive industry and everything outside of it as well. Um, I am, my name is Jake. You know me very well. And I. What if we don't? I'll tell what you after. Beverages. Oh. oh, wait. Listen to my newly my manicured bit. nails. Those are so cute. When did you get those done? Oh my gosh. When I went with like my, one of my very best friends in the oh. whole wide world. Why did you correct that from my best friend to one of my really best friends? Because Ivanka listens to this and I don't want her to get offended I know that's because exactly she's also one did. of my very, very good friends and I love Ivanka very much. She's my wubby. Hi, Ivanka. I was here before and you you're and I'll my be gay here bae. after you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Ivanka. Oh my God. I think we need you like... <laughs> Wow. Just kidding. This LOL is LOL really game. good. OMG. Mine's really good too. So, my name is Jake. I'm a service advisor. I am a assistant to the service director. This I'm is a, strong as fuck. I'm so sorry. I'm a, God damn. I'm a technician, a bitch. And, um. My eardrums are shot. <laughs> Mine <Sorry>. too. <laughs> and I like to do spinny spinny in my chair. Anyways, to my left is Mike. Um, hi, uh. I'm Mike. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm like the senior master technician, shop foreman, transmission technician. No, you're not. At a Ford dealership. No, you're not. I used to be those things. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry. I used to be those things. Don't do that to him. <laughs> Look, I. It's hard. How are we're, keeping it, we're keeping it real. Uh, it's, I don't it real. like being real. It's hard. It's too bad. really hard. This is a show about How being hard? real. It's super, super hard. Mm -hmm. Rock hard. Oh, fuck. Don't do that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I'll, okay, be, before Air, we introduce Eric's Eric, basement is like my under my crawl space of my house last week. Before we introduce Eric, I'm gonna tell you it is really hard to like not be able to turn wrenches anymore. Like it's just a like a complete 180 from what I used to do forever. Um, but I'm not complaining. Um, and to my left is <laughs> this queen. To my left is Eric Montenegro. Hey, y'all. <laughs> What's up, bitches? <laughs> We've uh, we're passing my drink around like it's a slut. Well, yeah, uh, because at an orgy. Yeah, because on the back oh it says God. two plus shots of tequila, gin, white rum, and vodka. It's thirteen percentage. Holy shit! Mine's only five point nine. My can is thirteen percent. Mine's seventeen. Oh God! Mine's twelve and a half. This is not seventeen. You I saw the one se- with sorry, more. Eric, you suggested this. I did. Oh, Cut waters are good. Mine's delicious. Yeah, this I is have delicious a, too. What's yours? I have a vodka. 12 and a half. Oh my God, mine's only 5.9. No, you guys no, no, no my, my drink is, is 12 and a half. Yeah, we know that. We know that. Years oh. old? Really? Is well, that, is that it was true about, never mind. Oh, um, we were talking about your schmageggy. Hello. You're late to that party. Um, to, be, to be fair, so was to I. To be fair. It's just one of those days. <laughs> oh my God. Are you telling the story or I? No, we need to. I know. Hi guys, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm getting there. Oh, I get. Fuck you both. Let me finish. That's a technical foul. I'm Eric Montenegro, heavy line technician for Ford Motor Company for five years now. Shop foreman, transmission technician. Let's <laughs> about to oil you guys up and make you do some baby oil wrestling or Don't whatever those with a good people promise. do. That's Turkish wrestling, I think. Is it? I believe Why it's is it Turkish. Turkish is that racist? Oh, moving no, on. Because it's the Turks that do it. Have you ever I've been to a Turkish a Tur- prison? Not recently. You don't like going Greek? Uh, is it Greek? Grecian? You ever seen a grown man naked? Uh, <laughs> I know what you're doing. It's airplane. That's <laughs> right. Uh, to my left, you like gladiator movies? <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I don't oh, know what's God. happening. To my left, we've got Clarence. Clarence. Oh, what's your Victor? Victor. Roger. What's Roger. your Victor? Victor. Wait, is that the one where it's like, and don't call me Shirley? Yes. yes. Okay, I know that. That's it. Surely you can't be serious. To my left is I That's am. not my name and don't call me <laughs> no, Shirley. he says I am and don't call and me don't Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> I am serious and don't call me Shirley. Looks like I picked the wrong day to quit methamphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember methamphetamines. I remember quit the wrong day to quit smoking. It, there's a lot of them. And he, yeah, he's always sniffing paint or markers or something. Huffing like glue. Yeah, huffing yeah. glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huffing glue like you do. And to my left is Allie Paul. Hi, I'm that person. Hi. <laughs> No, I'm oh. <laughs> I love that song though. Me too. Um, I am a warranty professional, wizard, <laughs> a paper pusher, um, and and such. I've been doing it for about thirteen years. I work with both almost fourteen Mazda, no, and Volkswagen car lines, and that is my story. And you're Speaking of to stories, uh-huh. I have a story. It's a follow-up from last week where we talked about the super fun times of the parasitic draw card. Oh, Oh, Oh. no. Um, So I finally, it's a short one. I finally got paid. It's average. On all of, it's, (laughs) hey, baby. 
Hey, baby. That's not what I heard. Yeah. It's above average. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. We do. Can confirm. That's gay. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I finally got paid on all the diagnosis for the parasitic draw vehicle that has now been to the dealership, I think, five times because it arrived again. Um, I'm sure. Do not arrive. I, oh, do not arrive. <laughs> do, I'm arriving. <laughs> do I'm not. Sh- arrive. Do not show. So, if you remember from last week, every single bit of diag on that on those claims were kicked back and appealed and gone back and forth and back and forth, and finally it got paid after I received a note on one of my rejections saying, "Please call the warranty helpline and the person's name." So I call the person and she's like, I can't find the punch flag. I can't find the, the times. Right. Well, the times on the back. So we do manual punch times at my dealership and the, the ink was low that day. Oh, I thought you guys have like a guy that carves the actual stone. Yeah, that he, he has a chisel and a tablet, yeah. a la biblical times. Jeez. Both of you knock it off. Um, and so. The ink was low and the chiseler was tired. <laughs> so um, I attached the payroll copy of the flag sheet so there was clear times. And when I t- and I attached that scan with the instead of describing what it was, I said the punch times are clear on page eleven. They didn't read it. She says well, I don't see those very often. Is that what? What is that? What are those stickers? Oh God! No, so apparent. What I took from this is, is that you guys are way behind yeah, in the fucking time. No one uh-huh. fucking uses no. manual punch flags no. anymore. And I told my boss about it, and I was like, "Hey, what's the deal? We have to get with the times here because people literally don't know what it is anymore." Yeah. I mean, we don't use manual punch times anymore. I mean, that was gone six, seven years ago. Yeah. At least. Yeah, it was. Also, ancient. look at your phones. Hello. McFly. That's my phone. Oh, sorry. That's my cellular <laughs> phone. You could always go to uh, the owner and be all like, hey, if you want your warranty to continue to get paid, you need to go to ERO. I'll do you one better. I talked to the bug in the ear today about it. Tessa. You're- you you need to you you need to get your DMS system up and running. That's gonna help streamline everything oh, for you guys. And then the lady goes, "Well, what system are you on?" I'm like, system. "I'm like, oh, PBS. paper and pencil, yeah, chisel and tablet." <laughs> um, she's like, "Oh, well, what uh, DMS are you on?" And I said, "Oh, PBS." And she's like, "I've never heard of that before." And I was like, yeah, you probably have it. It's a Canadian company. And then she's like, wait, so you're on manual punch times? And I said, yeah. She's like, wow, that's a lot of work. (laughs) And with a smile in my voice, I said, yeah, it is. (laughs) And we moved on. (laughs) Well, is that a sensitive subject for you? I can't imagine why. It it literally takes extra employees. (laughs) If, if If our employer wants to be efficient and cut down times like like how you guys are trying to do your um unapplied labor mm-hmm. like there could be mm-hmm. more practical uses that 
literally the the new system would cost less than what we pay employees the three employees to clean up all to, of the paperwork and mess at the end. Yeah, yeah, there's someone who has to calculate all the times. Then you have to post all the times. Then you you have to, you have to read it. text writings. You have to archive. It's a whole. You have to have someone to file it. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. it's quite an ordeal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, talking about embracing the suck. Yeah. Let's go back to your car that we were talking about. Go, go. Oh, that was it, that they paid the claim. Yep, that okay. was it. So today was a really great day. They also paid another diagnosis <laughs> after going back and forth and back and forth. So today was one of those days for me money, that money, I feel money, like money, I money. need to relish and set on my calendar because it was a good day. Everything got paid. I'm totally ahead. Nothing is on the books, not properly reconciled. It's... All good for now. I enjoy like your moment of zen. Yeah. Enjoy your moment. I of prefer zen. mustard. I like relish. I, I like to relish. Mm. Is what I like to do. I just so, want to catch up to the conversation. Can you please um, open up Instagram, <laughs> Eric? Eric, it's getting hot in here. Can you please open up Instagram for the customer? Instagram is that where you post pictures of your grandma? Yeah, Instagrammy. Um, so we had a listener mail. Uh, kind of from Andrew Listener Stevens Graham. and he was actually going back and forth with Eric a little bit talking about the your transit van debacle. Yes. He told me the to rust. suck it up. He told you to suck it up. No, he didn't. He told you to the in- first time. Did he? Go ahead. He told you to embrace the suck go, go, go. same shit well eric loves that by the I way wanted i to shout I always out embrace the suck andrew stevens spagooter noodle um, he is from central <laughs> massachusetts let the record state i gave her a round of applause it went around and he's done a little bit of everything he right now he works on forklifts and scissor boom lifts because i know what that is can you fork and scissor do lesbians work on those oh scissor only together i guess to fork and scissor two to scissor it does um so he's worked in automotive for a while he's a really good listener um and he used to have his own shop too so he was talking about embracing the suck and i just thought that was a really good topic like when you you can't i did did you i did (laughs) (laughs) you know what it makes me want a hot, hot dog, dog real bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a hot dog real bad. Congratulations, Jennifer Coolidge, I and your uh, Golden Globe. Congratulations, she deserved it. She did. Did you listen to the speech? Yes, it was so <gasps> funny. She's the best. It spoiled she the second chan- season for me, though. I would say it, she channeled the character. Other than being a crazy Scientologist. She's not a Scientologist. She's a very hardcore vegan. I thought she was a Scientologist no. for some no. reason. Oh, Kirstie okay. Alley was. Mm-hmm. I know that, yeah. I rest remember in that peace. One. Yes, rest in pieces. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that whole um, mindset of embracing the suck. The mentality? The, the mentality of it. Because embrace I kind of felt like... Embrace the suck is just new age fake it till you make it. Uh, so... So to me, to me, what it means is like things suck. It is what it is. You know how it is. Go from there. So fake it till you make it. No, No, fake it till you make it. Not necessarily. No, No. 
No. Fake it till you make it is more of like shitty power of manifestation type of thing. Doesn't it feel good to mansplain? I'm uh, vagsplaining. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's a new one. Uh, Man, wouldn't wouldn't that here? be nothing contemplating? Oh, only when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm here for this conversation. <laughs> but I kind of feel... Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know but that. But not me. I kind of feel like <laughs> embracing the suck is, for me, like... When you have the policies, it is what it is. You know what they're not going to pay. You know what they're they're going to pay. You have to start from where you're at right now and move the fuck on. Uh-huh. It Put a smile on your face. Make the world a better place. Don't drag you know, everybody else down. What you want to do. Yeah. yeah, sorry for the vitamin C reference yeah. for anyone who got that. <gasps> Bless you. But what do you guys think? Do you feel like you do this? Do you apply this? Do you think it's stupid? Do I'm a you... service advisor. What do you think? Embrace the suck, <laughs> I think, is something that's like, you know, if, if, there, if there was a barcode that was tattooed on your neck. You know, body or neck or whatever, embrace the suck is what is tattooed on us for being in this industry. Anybody in the customer service industry, embrace the suck. It doesn't matter whether you're waiting on back order parts or dealing with stupid customers waiting for French fries that aren't done from the fryer yet. I mean, you know, it just, it's, it's insane right now. Do those have salt? <laughs> yeah, a bunch of salt. They're French fries. Dude. You didn't put an extra pump of espresso in my macchiato. Extra, That's what that is. Extra shot? Embrace yeah, it. like a shot of espresso. Yeah, you, you said, said pump. pump. Oh, well, you can pump it. You can shoot it. <laughs> Whatever. You can that pop it. I've said that before. Eric is here for this conversation. I, I I've said that a time or two. Embracing the suck, I think, is like a, a, a pretty good way to look at it, though. Like right now, the automotive industry and the country as a whole is kind yeah. of in a is on fire. bad spot. And, you know, whether it's backordered parts or people not want to spend money on fixing things or this, that and the other, whatever excuse you want to throw at it. There's excuses and you have to embrace the suck. It's just a bad time right now. It's going to get better. There's, there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. It's not like the automotive industry is dying. There's always going to be forms of transportation, you know, this too shall pass your lips to God's ears. (laughs) Who? Who? There's an owl in here. Oh, I was praying to dog. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, what's little oh red- speaking of dogs, little red men. I was like, what's little red men? Do you men? get it? Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. I don't get it. Little, never mind. So. Is that ew, when you knock him off the boat? Uh, <laughs> did he? Did that gross. connect? <laughs> what the fuck Finally. is wrong with you? Finally. Oh my God. So, little red men. It's like the blue men group, just a thousand times worse. Mm. Worse, they're really and good. smaller. I said a thousand times worse. So you can be good, and then a thousand times worse is horrible. Mm, okay. Don't read too into it. Don't. Yeah, math. Math. So. How many men? Seven. Um, five guys. Oh. Oh, at the same time. <laughs> Love the burgers. Um, the DMS that we use has well, actually, dealer management system. Yes. Has and actually, it's. I guess it's not really our DMS. It's the program that we use to send our inspection videos and the quotes. Same thing that you guys do, just different company. But it's got a onboard 
like messaging system where uh -huh. customers can contact you out of the blue. Uh -huh. You can talk to them if they prefer text. It's whatever. So uh -huh. I'm at my desk uh -huh. and I get a notification uh -huh. that I have a message and it is from a customer that I do not have in my service drive uh -huh. that I haven't seen in a couple of months. Uh -huh. And she's uh -huh. eclectic. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I like where this conversation is going. Please Word continue. Word of the day. Eclectic. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it starts off with, oh my God, Jake, I'm so scared. What's going on with my car? And I... No picture, nothing. No, nothing. And customers will <laughs> send photos through this SMS program but it doesn't populate the photos. They're just sending it from their cell phone thinking that it's going to pop up like it's a text message, but it doesn't. It just shows a little tiny black square where the photo would be attached if it was compatible. It's supposed to, though. It's supposed to, but we have a separate one for uh, pictures. Annoying it, it is very annoying. And she goes, what I'm talking about, Jake, is I'm traveling across the United States. I'm in the Midwest and I'm scared. And above my rearview mirror are three little red men. And are my is my car going to break down? I don't know what it is. Tell me everything's okay. Mother of God. And I, I read this and then I get busy. So I forget to respond. <laughs> the and best way to deal with a hot-headed customer. Exactly. And then I get a text that says, hello? Hello, Jake. Hello, Jake. Are you there? Back <laughs> three separate three texts. Separate Why text. didn't she pick up the phone? I don't know. And because she's in the middle of the United States. And so you know, my computer. Road trip. My computer is ding, ding, ding. And finally, I look and I'm thinking, I'm like three little red men. And I'm like, oh, it's the, <laughs> it is the uh, seatbelt airbag indicator saying that there's nobody sitting in, in her rear seat. seat. Mm -hmm. It's literally. Always there. Yeah. Always. And she has had this car for almost two years now. And of course, just now, she realizes that this light exists. Is, just, she, is she on the drugs? Probably. It's just yeah. like my customers who call me and go, what's the red light that's flashing with the little red lock in the picture of a car? I've never seen that. Is that bad? <laughs> Put your seatbelt on, you stupid. No, that's, no, that's, that's the, the alarm. alarm. Oh, what? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's the alarm. Or the other one where they're like, when I start my car, there's a blue thermometer. <laughs> What's that mean? It's cold. Your car's cold. Well, it goes away after a while. Yeah, because your car's warm. warmed up. Well, when is it bad? If it's red. Oh. Red is bad. Okay, thanks. So I respond to her and I say, my God, people are stupid. Yes. <laughs> and I go, okay, so-and-so, it's all right. That's your car just letting you know there's nobody in the rear seats. If somebody is sitting there, it turns green once they have their seatbelt fastened. She goes, oh, that's such a relief. Now I can go back to enjoying my vacation. Oh, good Lord. So I told Jake <laughs> that he should feel like the smart man in the room. That he should twist it and For not once. feel like... Everybody's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but they are. But 
But you can mm. twist that. You don't want to live in that space. Embrace the suck. I'm a service it. advisor. I live in that world. <laughs> Your assistant service director. I live the in that regional world. Manager. Man manager. Not the regional manager. Manager. Your assistant to the regional manager. He's not a regional manager. Are you it's sure? the fucking office in... reference. Oh, okay. I don't find that. We That's why we constantly so. say that. We do that. it all the time. It's Did an you, office you never caught on? You didn't know that? So you get nothing. When we say you're assistant to the regional manager, it's an office reference. Okay. We've said it a hundred times. Okay. Okay. You didn't know. <laughs> okay, Ali. Okay. Okay, All right, Jake. Ali. Okay. I see you. Okay, Jake. <laughs> Jake, okay. I love you both. I love you too, Man, buddy. Nothing is fucked here. Oh, 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 fucked. This whole thing was stupid. Yes, it was. Speaking of stupid, he beat me to it. This is very, very short. I just found it comical. <laughs> Wish I, I wish I would have uh, <laughs> taken a photo, but I didn't because it. it's bad to use your phone while driving. Give your balls Indeed a tug, tit yeah. Not text and drive. Yes. So I was on the yes, one, the Juan Juan, on the way back from my parental's house after mm -hmm. having dinner with them yesterday. He had meatloaf. I did. Oh, oh made meatloaf. Very good. Was it good? Meatloaf. It was Those very so good. good. My you mom did, makes a great meatloaf. Me. Uh, no, it was almost all gone. Oh, Mama Lisa, Lisa I'm gonna, yeah, get, I'm gonna get at upset. me. Mama Lisa with the meatloaf. <laughs> she likes me more. Mama Lisa, get at me. This episode sponsored by Mama, Mama Lisa's, Lisa's meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, Mama Lisa's meatloaf. <laughs> She's gonna have to listen to this. I know, Lisa. Thank you. So <laughs> I get on top of the grade. And I'm about to pass the mall, the large mall. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And we all know. The and mall. I, there's a car that's, uh, I'm, you know, gaining speed on right to my right in the next lane over. And it kind of catches my eye and my brain goes, that's really weird, but it doesn't quite connect. And then I get closer and I look and I'm like, the fuck is going on? And it is a smart car with... Two, That's ironic. Yes. With two enormous, what I assume is probably BF Goodrich tires that are the size of the car strapped to the back of this smart car going <gasps> 75 with to two toe straps somehow fixated to this vehicle. How many tires? Two. Two of them. Yes. Oh, so there's like gumball running it or something like that. I Regular stock tires, little 12 inchers or whatever the hell they are. And it's just these massive, I don't know, 36, 40-inch tires. What? Yeah, massive. The size of the car. If you stood the tires next to the yeah. smart car, they would go over the roof. And he had two of these attached by toe straps wrapped along the back. Like when you look at uh, uh, like Tacomas or like those types of like dune trucks, yeah. Yeah. how they've got the two spare tires in the back. They're just yeah, held yeah, on yeah. by toe straps. Oh, it's that, but just... Attached to the trunk of a smart car. Can I use my imagination here for a second? Because Don't I'd like to imagine too. that they're going yeah, to get yeah, like yeah. a crazy suspension lift on their car and put those two tires on the back, and it'll be like a wheelie bar. Super, yeah, like super pitched <laughs> forward, and just have these giant ass tires in the in the rear. Ass tires. Giant ass, ass tires. tires. Oh, oh, for okay. like they're in the back, like your ass. Yeah. That's ass, why they're ass, ass tires. tires. Yeah, okay. exactly. Duh. Hello. Did nobody else pick up on that? I don't. You guys are I'm embracing it. Men. It's fine. Men. <laughs> I really feel like you guys are out to get me. We are. Oh, we are? Out we to get you, Jake? What? Somebody's out to get you. Go. What? She skipped one. 
That's my. Oh, that's... I'm sorry. I have a question for you. Wait, she totally it, skipped you. Wait, is Ugh. wait is I'm out to get you mine? That was you. It was. Yeah, from was last it? week. It's okay. Well, we 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 can recover it over break. It's fine. Ah, I don't remember. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that just, was seven days ago. Jake, I have I a question find it for you. Odd that she just naturally skipped over you though. Well, his birthday is clearly on, on New, New Year's Eve. Eve. Yes, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Baby, I'll never forget your birthday or our anniversary. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Get a room. Get a room. My goodness. We've got a house. It's okay. Eric, I'm all yours. What questions do you have for me? So, we constantly hear about Michael talking about his job and his duties and <laughs> his Duty. dealership and what he does all day. The people want to... The people... Yes, they can. Yeah, you have a microphone in front of your face. Go Thank figure. You. Yeah. Jesus. Whoever wants to hear that again, Jeez. rewind 15 seconds and turn the volume up. Um, the people want to know. Mm-hmm. The people have inquired. Mm-hmm. What does your job specifically entail? We know you write service, mm-hmm. but in your position, what else do you do for the dealership and the service department? What does a typical day look like Ooh. for you? A typical day for me, besides writing tickets, is... Okay, customer relation, like liaison crap. I'm the main diffuser if Alex isn't available. Diffuser. The manager. Um, exactly. Um if there is anything wrong with any of the computer programs, that it's whether something bugs out, needs to be restarted, I need to call somebody. If there's something wrong with either either one of my associates that they need something sent, something explained to a customer, something with our inspection videos, if something is pushed too far by a technician, I have the ability to edit everything, see everybody's everything. Um, make sure that the techs are flagging properly. If the techs need any help moving anything, whether it be dropping an engine, a transmission, holding something, hoisting something, um, being an errand boy for Alex, if need be, um, talking with vendors, clients, if they, if I can handle whatever it is up to the point of where I don't have access to that information, setting up meetings with Alex, like with Travis Ferris. Thanks, Travis. Who's Hi, Travis buddy. Ferris? Thank one, you, Travis. One of our lovely sponsors. We love you, Travis. Who is Travis Ferris? Travis Ferris is from Hitler Sherberting. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, do what the boys do a regular one. Did you send him my message? I did. I said, Eric says, I have to give you a kiss on the cheek. And he said, oh, Pookie boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he made my day. I miss Travis. Thank Travis, you, Travis. We love you. Come Thank to you. my dealership and visit us again. We need to get those bastards out so to do it to some everything really that i do is anybody who needs help with anything so that they can do their jobs more efficiently without being bugged is where i step in whether so you're a bit of a gopher a gopher yeah what? like you go for this you go for that oh like oh. you i never thought of that i I'm like as a, a, like a like a man of many hats, like like Mike. I'm as I'm as close as a manager can be without really truly being the manager. So all the duties, none of the title. Mm. But I, 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 
How about one more time for good measure, Mike? Steve is ripping Jackass. his hair out right now. Jesus. Sorry. But I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I enjoy having that stuck in your head for the rest yeah. of the day, listeners. I do truly enjoy my new responsibilities. It's I, I like a challenge to a point where it's not mundane or I'm pulling out my hair. I do like to solve it. A problem there's nothing wrong with that so i and i like helping the people i work with i have a very high amount of respect for my technicians because they have always been there for me when i was brand new or i needed something explained or if i got caught up and i could go grab them and they would explain it to a customer so leading up to this point where i'm allowed to do all of this now is the best way that i can reciprocate in what everybody has done to help me to get to this point. Mm -hmm. So I do like it and I'm, I'm good with customers. It's like, I, the, the one thing, if anything, this job has taught me is when I first started, I've always a tempers. I I've never really had a temper. I don't take, or I used to not take well to stupidity. Mm. And that's rampant in the auto industry or any form of customer, customer service. So I've I've learned to really tuck that back and where the, you know, embrace the suck or fake it till you make it is a fact of I've now more turned it into how can make it a challenge like how can I take this person who no one or your average person would never be able to turn this around to make it a good situation, it's like it's like a game. I'm like, how can I do this? Mm-hmm. Can I do this? I wonder what changed in your life to to make you more more patient and an understanding of these things. Oh, Feeling it's Eric started bullshit. treating me like a queen. Oh, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. The king you no, are. No, what baby. what happened was year one, I was introduced to a lovely woman. Up to year five, I realized that I had found that woman who made me better. And up to year 10, she has taught me how to keep a level head. And that woman is Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I was over here getting all sentimental, all tearing up and shit. And you ruined the fucking moment. Because it was about you, you stupid bitch. (laughs) I'm a bitch. You didn't ruin the moment. (laughs) So, yeah. Allie has definitely helped me calm down. And in return, I have helped her not be so much of a pussy. (laughs) Okay. So there you go. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Jake is nicer and I'm less of a pussy. Mm -hmm. You know who's not a pussy at all? Our sponsors. Our sponsors. They're so (laughs) brave. Amazing. For sponsoring this show and taking a chance on us. Thank you to Um, Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. Not yet, but you will. I love you, Travis. We'd also like to thank Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop. He's in Lake Elsinore. And Nick Lowridge from Mako Tools. And also Milwaukee. Uh, Nikki Boy, I need to talk to you. Come see me next Tuesday. I need to possibly get a backup pair of boots of Redbacks. See you next Tuesday? Yeah, we see you <gasps> on Tuesday. Cunt! Oh, hello. Oh, Sorry. Hello, McFly. Mm. We'll be right back. Love you. Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <coughs> that looks amazing. What did you order? <coughs> Tacos. Um, what? <coughs> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <coughs> oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. 
one generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <coughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Thank you to all of our sponsors for sponsoring us. And thank you to Chantel. For thank the you, Chantel. We appreciate the beverages. On Chantel. We re- oh, that was good. Bravo. the podcast on Chantel. Bravo. We appreciate that about ja. We appreciate you helping us get the job done. We really do. Oh, yeah. So, um, sorry, we've had alcohol. <laughs> oh, wait, before we get into that. Oh, yes. Pop, oh, pop until you drop it. Oh. Pop, lock, and drop it. Now you have to lock and drop it. My, okay. my beer <laughs> shot out all over the floor. I'm sorry. Let it be known that they did lock and drop it. Mm-hmm. Let the record state Pop, slurp, and blop it. So one of my biggest gripes at the dealership is is that people getting, don't listen to you. Well, people yes. interrupt you. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was. I thought it was funny. So okay, if Eric thinks it's funny, it's funny. So everybody has to remember that that every single person at the dealership, from start to finish in the customer experience, is involved <clears throat> in the customer experience. Whether you're the person that sold the car to the person, or you're the greeter that greeted them coming into the service drive, or you're the advisor that that you know wrote the ticket up, or you're the uh, the technician that worked on the vehicle, or you're the porter that washed the vehicle, or you're the porter that brought the vehicle back up to the customer. Everybody has to remember that you guys are all in this together. So if at any point in time there together is forever. if at any point in time there's an issue with the vehicle everybody needs to communicate with each other and let each other know what's going on because the job is not done until the vehicle is delivered to the customer and the customer drives off of the dealership yes. so so imagine you know the vehicle comes in on the tow truck <laughs> and it needs the the transmission has a hole in the side of it or whatever is and that a thing that happens sometimes 
And so, we, you know, we rebuild the whole transmission and we put the car I would back together. I hope you replaced it if it had a hole in the side of it. Whatever, Eric. Don't fucking, you know, naysay me. Saying. Whatever. Maybe use a blue uh, <clears throat> blue wrench for that. We do the Shut appropriate the repair. We do the appropriate repair for the vehicle. That was a jab at me. The no, ve- it wasn't. I thought it was amazing that Andrew said blue wrench because I thought that was very funny. I and had no idea what it was. I didn't know what it was either. So we were in the same boat. Mm. A blue wrench is a, t- a torch. Like a weldy thing. We'll get to that. We will. will. You didn't even know what we were talking about. Yeah, he did because I told him about it. I'm sorry. God, can't have any fucking surprises here. (laughs) Anyways. You want to see what's behind door number two? I do. Show him what's behind (laughs) door number two. Michael wants to speak. Doesn't matter whether you got the the engine job or the transmission job or the quick service job or whatever done 100% correctly. Unless the vehicle is brought up to the customer and everything is hunky-dory, the vehicle is washed, there's no damage on it, the, the porter greets them with a smile and says... Thank you for choosing our dealership. Have a great day. I hope you enjoy your vehicle. You know, like all the kind of stuff. The job's not done until that last single point. What is your point? My point is, is that everybody in the dealership needs to remember that we're all working towards the same goal. Yes. So, you know, whether you're the technician or the service advisor or but the porter, What brought this topic up? The Something that we had uh, touched on last week, but we didn't get to uh, get to actually. Okay. And that was um, the the experience of the uh, porter uh, bringing the vehicle up in the pouring rain and the customer having to wait for 15 minutes. It was like, you know, we had completed the vehicle, got everything done, uh, got uh, got everything done in the appropriate amount of time. And still the customer was unsatisfied because the vehicle took too long to get up. It's like the, the, the job is not done. As <laughs> too far. long to get up. That's what she said. <laughs> not me. I hope not. No. The job is not done until the customer picks up the vehicle and drives away from the dealership. So everybody at the dealership has to remember that. It's a well-oiled machine. What? Yeah. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Oh, mm. You know That's what? Very you are no. the weakest link. No. Goodbye. Goodbye. Speaking of well-oiled machine. Good oh, no. I fell through the trap door. Oh, Lord. Justice ah. Brothers products. Yeah. Speaking of which, Justice Brothers. So, um, just uh, instead of leaving that for the last, just real quick. So, Travis Ferris stopped by. Once again, thank you, dude. It was good to see you. And hopefully we'll have his products on the shelf because the demonstration that he gave was rather impressive for the quality of said Justice Brothers products. So, oh, wait. Oh, no. oh wow. No, that was a fat thing. Just kidding. Wow. Just kidding, Travis. Oh, wow. sorry. And he's pulling his sponsorship. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Travis, I'm very sorry. That was a fat thing. Oh, my Lord. You know what, Travis? It makes us want a hot dog real bad. Not want, want, want. So, uh, he. Want a hot dog real bad. Yes. He did a couple of demonstrations, one of the lubricating properties of the transmission fluid. And the oil additives, and then he showed us the fuel additives and stuff like that. Did he show you JB80? No, he didn't, because we Damn all know it. we all know about JB80. Because it's twice as good yes, JB80, as his nearest competitor. Uh, I was talking to him about that. I'm like, dude, I use JB80 for everything. I'm like, I clean my guns with it. I lubricate shit with it. It's great. But the how he explained it is how you know their products have you know metal conditioners in it, which mm-hmm. puts them above everything else and. 
You had this, you know, cool little bearing setup where it puts, you know, pressure on said bearing and it adds, you know, weight, which is equal to so-and-so. And I just didn't really realize that all the other stuff, it was very cool to watch and actually see it in action. And then the one thing that really like surprised me is the, the BG product and not, not bashing on anybody just from what I saw the BG product that we use that is a fuel tr- what you're moving my microphone oh, with sorry. your foot the BG product Stop that we the microphones. right the BG product that we use that is a fuel additive or a fuel treatment to clean out the injectors scrape any carbon etc etc is shit is shit with it you know from what I see I can't go any further than that like I said not taking a shot at anybody but Man. Um, from somebody who has been using this in his car and has told Travis that I want to buy these kits is he did a real simple test. It's like he poured their fuel treatment, um, BG's product and one other one that I've never heard of, but doesn't really matter. And he lights them on fire. Real simple. What's going on inside combustion, etc. And you know the BG is see things lit on fire. The BG and the other company, it burns a really nasty, dirty orange flame. There's a shitload of carbon. There's a bunch of black smoke burn off, and then theirs is a nearly clear, super clean blue flame, no soot whatsoever. Oh shit! And I'm all like, well, fucking goddamn, there you go. That's what's going on inside of your engine, and it just. With that, it's, you know, simple stuff like that that goes a really, you know, long way. But mm-hmm. you, you should have been able to take, like, a video of that and have it, like, on a display. Yeah. In, in the, right. On, on, on a TV, like, in the background. Travis, come back. Let me take a couple of videos. <laughs> Promotional video. Uh, Jake Sponsored and Mike. by Customer States Podcast. Yeah, we'll voice it for you. Voiceover work. But it was super cool. And Travis- have you ever had dirty combustion chambers? <laughs> oh, let me tell you about <laughs> Justin. Let Brothers me roto rooter you. Do you want to keep that forklift forking, forking lifting? And lifting and that scissor <laughs> scissor until the day is long? <laughs> oh, please, guys, come on! <laughs> but uh, Travis is a really cool guy, and I I I'm, see no reason why we won't be stocking the products. I'm I'm very excited for you guys. It's As a am great I. opportunity. As am I. And Hit Distributing is a ex- excellent supplier of Justice Brothers products. There's a local Mazda dealer <laughs> that is... Not sponsored. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, we are. There's a local Mazda dealership that he showed us a couple of numbers and just the turnaround and what it makes. And they don't do BG. They swapped a, you know... Justice Brothers a long time ago. It's, it's spiss for your techs. It's mm-hmm. spiss for your advisors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not terrible. And not you get a spiff. You get a spiff. Yeah. You know, the things that they sell are good fantastic products, products mm-hmm. that actually do a service to the vehicle. Yeah. So. This is a Travis heavy episode. This well, is a travesty? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to I had to punt oh, it. Oh come on, it's funny. He it appreciates it. Tremendous. That was a That was a travesty. Okay. Wait, hold on. Where where are we on the board? FSE Miata Fiasco. Okay, who's that? That's me. That's that's from last week. Yes, I was making a joke, Eric. Too bad nobody got it. It's me, Miata. Is it a clap or a fap? 
No one knows. No one knows. No Watch one the YouTube knows. and find out. Hey, Jacob, the new weekly segment, Clapper Fap. No. Oh my god. That's good. Like hours. That. Oh my Two god. Men. So, um, we had one of the field engineers, field service technicians, whatever you want to call them. Thank you, Gus. You're a RTS. You're a god. And we, another lovely Miata owner, they're all very special in their own way. They're either really great people or they, driving in the snow with their convertible top. Right. They, and they, are, see that they are either amazing people, they're super nice, they just love their car and they want to fix, or they're pawn scum. There's really no in between. <laughs> There's really no in between. And this customer is, <laughs> this customer is on the spectrum of pawn scum and why oh, I thought you were gonna say he was on the spectrum. No. That wouldn't be their fault. Um she brought the car in the time she brought it in for where my field service engineer um came out was the fourth or the fifth visit. And she is coming every single time for when she has her phone plugged in to Apple CarPlay, it will disconnect and reconnect on her at random times, random intervals, whatever. So the first four times we were able to look at the car, there's no codes. We pulled CMU data. There's nothing that shows there was any lost communication on, on the CMU's end. No, no. What? What, what does CMU it stand for? Uh, connectivity master unit, yes, I think. It yeah. is. Yeah. The computer. Yeah. So the brain of the operation. We pulled the data off of that. There's no DTCs. There's nothing that shows that there's anything within the actual infotainment system that is causing this problem. So we point towards either the phone, the user, the cable, uh -huh. whatever the case is. Try to blame everyone else. It, exactly. Yourself. It's not the USB. It's not the screen. It's not the CMU. Right. So when we test this with ours, we notice that with the Mazdas, if you have an Apple product, you are supposed to use an Apple cable. And it's not just with the Mazdas. It's with Apple even, as well. And Apple says, use our products, period, or you may have issues. That's all there is to it. It yes. is not an Android. They are not open platform. They are very specific with what you can use. So... Every single time we tell her, buy an Apple cable. Make sure it's nice. If it is bent or frayed or split or anything, you will still have issues. And lo and behold, every single time, it's not an Apple cable. Or it's busted. Or it's split. And go figure, when we do it with our phone, we can prove that when it is in there, and you just baby wiggle the cord. Oh my God, the Apple CarPlay goes out until you quit fucking with the cord. Hello. And Miata's shake like a paint shaker. shaker. <laughs> That's just how they are. They're a roadster. They move around a lot. So when your phone's sitting on the center console, it's <laughs> the cable's being moved, but she will not accept this. It's the car. It has nothing to do with the cable. She doesn't want to take our advice. So at the last visit, we finally had to bring Mazda into it, which wastes... Gus's time, and he's got much more important shit to do than come out and look at a car that's going to throw no codes, have no improper data to just tell us what we already know. And lo and behold, he goes, there's nothing fucking wrong with this car. This chick is crazy. It is the cable. So we tell her, 
and she takes the car because now that, of course, a field service technician has come out and he works for Mazda North America, hearing this, of course, puts the customer at ease. Whatever they want to hear. You guys were lying to me. He's the big cheese. Calm down. What? Everybody's okay. Yes, he we'll is the big this. cheese. Yeah. We got a call today. It's still doing it. There's something wrong. And we said in the nicest, most professional way ever. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it felt great. And how we kept that. One second, Ollie. How we kept that professional was. If Mazda of North America tells us to bring you in, we will. Besides that, get fucked with a smiley face. <laughs> I, uh, so I have a question. What is that? We noticed. What if you guys just had an Apple cable? We've shown her that. We've done that. Okay. Got into the car, plugged in our phone, her phone with an Apple and cable, she still was and like, shook the shit out of it. I was going to say a really poor joke, but Michael get mad at me. But we shook it like something. Oh, and, God. Um, like a baby? <laughs> Yay, I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> Do not shake your God's infant. What holy name are you blathering about? And we showed her that, but that still wasn't good enough. It was witchcraft. It was a special cable that only we have access to that lies to the customer, that makes it work. <gasps> Maybe you guys should sell Apple cables. We offered to give her an Apple cable. She's like, <laughs> do you see this cable that magically yes. makes your system work? Do you want to buy would it? Would you like it? <laughs> would you like it? We're more than happy to. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't need your charity. Yeah. There's something wrong with my car. The <laughs> answer be covered under warranty. Yeah, the answer to what my is problems that? is right in front of me, but I choose to sell you to fuck what off. What makes people want to double down so hard? I don't get it. Because they feel because they drive entitled. A, they drive a Miata and it is the greatest speech they're ever involved. Entitled the to continue. car ever made. Entitled to continue to have their car the, operate incorrectly the, the when they have the power. The entitlement of the modern day customer is through the roof, and unfortunately, there's nothing that we can do about it in the customer service industry. Whether you work at McDonald's, a hotel, or a dealership, the expectation from the customer is through the roof. And you have to do whatever you can to meet or exceed that expectation. And whether or not it's the Bluetooth connectivity to your stupid Mazda Miata mm-hmm. or this, that, and the other, I, it has to be done. I am sorry, madam. Let me bend over backwards and sniff my own anus for you. That was kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had a slow leak in my tire. I'm sorry. It was really driving me nuts. It took about a month for it to get an under 10 psi before the light came on but your light came on at under 10 psi well at 10 psi is when the light kicks on so wow that's low ours turn on at 30 <sighs> what is it supposed to be at 36 oh yeah no ours kicks on at 10 psi but um i don't work on my own vehicles i pay people to do that for me what happened so i pulled it into the lube department and i said fix it uh, let the record state that I uh, motioned over there. Just like, fix it. Yeah. Aloofly. <clears throat> and um, <laughs> one of my favorite lubies. Hi, Miguel. Miguel. Miguel, thank you. Hi. He uh, figured it out fairly quickly with a bottle of water. Oh. So, yeah, he pulled the tire off and he put water around the bead. And these little tiny air bubbles, just ever so small, were just a steady stream out. And um, 
mind you, I haven't been off-roading in a year, over a year. And he de-beaded the tire, so he pulled the bead off the rim. And there was all kinds of mud and debris stuck between the rim and the bead. Pebbles and stuff. All sorts of pebbles. 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 All kind of pebbles stuck between the bead. That sounds painful. And the rim. Ow. You need to wear that as like a badge of pride. I did things with this vehicle. And he vacuumed it out. Oh, very nice. And I had no longer have a leak. Congratulations. Thank you. And it didn't cost me a dime. I don't know why, but I thought there was a punchline to that the whole there time. Was it was just the it way was you delivered a, it. A, a meaningless story that I just felt it's like. Not you know. meaningless Thank you, Miguel. <clears throat> yes. Luckily, I didn't request too much info from him on it, though, because he just showed me. There you go. But um, I had a customer. That's good. He dropped, actually, it wasn't my <laughs> customer. He was the dealership's customer, but I somehow ended up with his pile of shit. Obviously. Mm. So, happens to the best of us. 2001 Expedition. And the RO states, RO the says, customer, customer states uh, has a misfire in cylinder one, and customer removed spark plug and is unable to reinstall spark plug. Check and advise. I'm like, okay. By the vehicle and the engine, I was like, oh, his spark plug blew out? Because they're, this specific engine is known for blowing the spark plugs out of the hole and ripping the threads out with it. Lovely. That yeah. sounds fun. So, um, it's gravy work. Is it really? Oh, oh nice. my God. I charged five hours for it. I would have done like half hour. <laughs> no shit. Nice. Shh, industry secret. So, um... I go out there uh, with my camera and my flashlight and my mirror and I look and I'm... You're in the scoop. Yeah. My borescope. And I shove it in the hole. <laughs> like you do. I, like I do. Check the walls. And uh, I did. I inspected the walls and perfectly fine. I'm like, this is hmm. okay. So I grab my spark plug socket and put the spark plug in it and... I twist it in with my hand and I snug it down with my ratchet and it's in. Hmm. I'm like, uh, okay, I don't understand why he couldn't get this back in. He obviously got it out. Right. So it's not like he didn't have the incorrect, you know, socket, but okay, whatever. And I fired up and yeah, it still has a misfire number one. And I ended up diagnosing it to a sticking injector. And, um,. <laughs> The advisor calls a customer while I'm standing there and he's like, are you sure this is going to fix it? Yes, I'm sure it's going to fix it. All I did was tap the injector with my flashlight and it came on and it stopped misfiring. I'm like, I need an injector. Big whoop. And um, so he's like, oh, and there was, does it have anything to do with the EGR? No, it has nothing to do with <laughs> the EGR. Because he had an EGR code in there as well. He's what like, is okay. EGR exhaust gas, gas recirculation? recirculation? Very good. Thank you. Oh, so proud of you. Clap or fap? Uh, <laughs> definitely fap. <laughs> um, and uh, sorry, Mike, you walked away. So he ended up wanting us to check that out, and then he's like, "Oh, and the air suspension's not holding air anymore. It keeps." Uh, going down as soon as you shut the car off. Blah blah. blah. Can you check that out too? That's, a, that's the one that's on the like the bag pistons or whatever you want to call those for They're the just air. 
airbags. Just airbags. Yeah, okay. they're air springs, gotcha. quote unquote, air springs. Um, so in, instead of a conventional coil spring in the suspension, it has airbags to give it a nice cushy ride. It's what my mom's Yukon has before that system took a crap. Yeah. And, no. um, and so he wanted us to check that out and he said if it needed anything else. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll get you a quote soon. Uh, well, got him a quote for the injector. And at that point, I'm sorry, I got him the quote for the injector. Then we called to tell him that's what it was. And that's when he added on all the other shit. And uh, we'll get back to you Monday or two, or uh, Friday or Monday at the latest uh, with everything. So the service advisor calls me at the end of the day, and I mean at five o'clock when I was in the restroom, and I of course ignored his phone call. And I go back to my bay, and he's standing in front of my toolbox, and he's all, "So the customer called me on the expedition, and he wants to know if the fuel injector is going to fix it." I'm like. No. He asked me that yesterday, and as I stated, yes. Oh, and he sent me the pictures of the codes that he had. In, so I know what codes were in the system. I, I ran them myself. It and I got the same ones. Well, he wants to know if I said, stop. I said, stop. My answers today are the same answers they were yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nothing has changed. I have not pulled in the vehicle. As you can see, I have no open bays. When I have an update, you will have an update. Mm -hmm. And I started to get really frustrated. He left at this point. I started to get really frustrated. Like, the customer is asking you. You know the customer is asking you the same questions he asked yesterday because you were there on the phone with me. We were on the phone collectively when he asked these questions and I answered them. You could have nipped this in the bud hours ago when you talked to the customer and said, I trust my technician. He says this is what's going to fix it. That's that. But instead is entertaining the customer say, oh, well, let me go check with my technician. We had this conversation already. Mm -hmm. I already told you the injector was bad and that was going to fix the problem. Why are we talking about this again? Why is this a conversation again? And to top it off, I get a text message five yeah. minutes after he leaves. What? Five minutes after he leaves. Sorry to bother you. The customer wants to know when you get a chance if you can please send the codes and diagnostic information you came up with. No. no. Go no. fuck yourself. He already approved the repair. He already approved the repair and he wanted estimates for the rest of it. Go fuck yourself. So tomorrow I'm going to go talk to him and say, is this work approved or not? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, then we're done here. We're done. It's That's as it. simple as that. If he doesn't want, if he wants to unapprove the repair when we've already uh, um, ordered parts, then so be it. Then I'll give you the information. But since he's already approved the repair, I'm not going back to this. He can read it on the RO when the repair is completed. Period. Yeah, Why are we doing you. this round and yeah. round fucking thing? You could have nipped us in the bud the minute that he called you back to ask you the same fucking questions. Yes. Again, this is bullshit. You're a bad service advisor. Period. Sorry. You know who you are. I don't care. Ooh, tell me who it is later. Mm, I will. Okay. Man, I will. I'm, I'm sorry that you're having bad experiences at your new dealership. I just wish that you would, you know. <laughs> what was that? You really want to open that can of words? You really want to open that can of words about your floundering dealership? What the hell was that? You want to go down that road? Because we can. I will rip that I think he should have to. I'm a bitch. I shook the keys. Rip that bandaid off and gouge a knife into that wound if you'd like. I have no problem with that. What the hell? Oh, that was a flower. Uh, feather. Sorry. Whoa. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait. I've oh, got. Yes, Jake. I have a, I have a funny one. 
Let's hear it. Well, more of a a joke. More no, more of a I knock knock. More of a I want to choke myself because of the stupidity. Funny, but like I said, you know, embrace the suck or whatever. Mm, yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Um, <laughs> Very much, Andrew. <laughs> Um, oh, sorry for that, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I have a customer who is actually a fantastic gentleman. Old, older, probably. Is he in the league of extraordinary gentlemen? He should be. He <laughs> absolutely should be. Let's call him Barry. That's a great fucking movie. Yes, it is. It is. He is probably either in his late 70s, early 80s. He drives for Uber. He is sharp as attack, has everything for it. He volunteered for police, fire, I mean, the whole thing. The dude's really nice, super uh, respectful, the whole thing. But it's finally starting to show that he's starting to slip a little bit. Not oh, not a bad, not like, oh, not, not like, oh, mm. sad. Just starting to slip in, forgetting stuff here and there, how his vehicle works. Nothing bad. He gets everything that's important. How Just, his vehicle works. Yes, but in the sense of, like, headlights or automatic wipers. So how to uh, operate the those vehicle. Those are basic functions. Okay, so we saw his car a couple of days ago, and his um, uh, power seats stopped working to the fact of he could no longer set the seat where he wanted Oh, like this memory control. Correct, the memory controls. So we did a reset to the whole entire system. And I told him, it's like, now you can go ahead and do your seat. You're going to lose all of your presets. But he said, that's completely fine. I'm like, the brightness on the dash is going to reset. The level to the heads-up display, all that. He's like, that's fine. So takes the car, show him how to reset everything, even though he pretty much remembered all that. And he calls me today, and he goes, Jake, I was driving. My blood hole for the water. Wait, Debbie? Yeah, we're, we're gonna do the Debbie and, again. Uh, <laughs> and he he goes. I was driving a customer back from LAX last night at three in the morning, and my my dash wouldn't dim. And oh. I'm, and I'm all like, okay, were your headlights on? And he's like, yes. I'm like, are you sure your headlights were on? And and I'm like, hold on. Were they on auto or were they just on on? And he's like, no, of course they were on auto. I'm like, okay. So I told him to bring in the car. Don't touch anything. I'm like, don't touch anything and just bring it in so I can look at it. And he's like, okay, no problem. <laughs> so he brings it in and I look at it and the headlights are set to off. Oh, oh no. Really? So you don't say. So the headlights are set to off. I'm like, okay. Barry. I'm all like, so your headlights are set to off right now and you didn't touch anything, right? He's like, no, but I know I know my headlights were on last night. I'm like, okay. No. Those DRLs are so bright that they can look like headlights <laughs> on the road. And I flash people all the fucking yes. time who are constantly their driving. Because their taillights yeah. are off and the DRLs are so fucking mm -hmm. bright that it's enough to illuminate yeah. the road in front of them. So I told him, I'm like, okay, well, go ahead I will real quick. Sorry, before Absolutely. you go on, I love and I thank you. I love Jesus Christ. I love and I applaud Chevy for the design on their headlight switch because it has the auto feature, and then it, you can of course turn on your parking mm -hmm. lamps or your headlamps. But to turn it to the off position, and Ford now has this in their new vehicles as well. 
you turn it to the off to turn the headlights or to turn all of the exterior lights off mm -hmm. but it springs back to the automatic position oh. so that the next time you start the car the automatic oh. headlights are back on very for nice those fucking idiots that don't know how to turn on their fucking headlights very nice ford has done that now too i applaud the manufacturers who are going down this route very because nice. people are stupid very i nice. wish that worked with the automatic wipers yeah that would be cool because I it was raining really hard and it was the first time that I drove the car while it was raining and Jake had set them to off because he doesn't like it when they stop in the like in the middle of the windshield, windshield. which you should well, never no do. One likes no one likes that. Yeah. And I was like driving and I could only figure out how to like turn them on to max. Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had this conversation. <laughs> they did. They, so it was like sprinkling a little bit and it's like. <laughs> I secretly judge people <laughs> wait, wait. with windshield wipers. Wait, how did yes. that go? Tell me one I'm, more time. How did that go? I judge people whose wipers are working overtime when with it's the tiniest sprinkle drizzle yes. and they've got it on max. Don't like be so dramatic, Karen. Get the Karen. fuck out of here and turn your wipers down. It is not that serious. It has a variable speed for a reason. So, and mm. to finish up this story, I did figure it out in case you were wondering. And Nobody was wondering. This is a quick wrap well, up. That, that person might have been. Is he, I tell him, I'm like, so they, they're they off, so we're going to set this to auto. And he's like, yeah, but if it's on auto, it's like none of the buttons light up. And I'm like, that's probably it's, because it's, your dimmer is all the way. Well, well it's and also, he's talking about during the day right now. Yeah. He goes, well, they're not on. I'm like, well, yeah, because the sun is hitting your forward sensing camera. Yeah. So it's not turning on your headlights. And he's like, yeah, but if I switch it forward, they do. I'm like, yes, you're forcing your headlights on. It's no longer on the auto function. Jesus Christ. So I told him, and like Ali said, I told Barry, I'm like, put it on auto, leave it. Don't touch it. Just Stop leave it. Your fucking headlights. Just leave it on auto. Drive tonight like normal. Yep. If it's still wrong, call me in the morning. So he runs home or he leaves. He calls me from his house in his garage and he goes, my car's running, auto headlights are on and it's still not working. And I go, okay, Barry, is there any ambient light coming into your garage? Any at all, artificial, ambient, anything? He's like, no, it's super, it's dark. I'm like, is it pitch black? And he goes, it's, <laughs> it's super dark. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, okay. So he brings it back one more time. <laughs> oh my God. And I grab a dark. microfiber towel. And you cover the sensor. And I tell him, turn it on auto. Leave the car running. Watch your buttons. Slap it on the camera. And he goes, oh my God, it works. It sure does, oh Barry. It Look sure at that. does. Oh my goodness. Please be safe driving people home from LAX tonight. We will see you at your next service. What a great way to end the episode. Yes. Thank you for that. People are you stupid. So you scared me. For those Cola. of you who don't I'm use your Cola. fucking automatic headlight function, you're an idiot. Leave it on auto. Leave it don't on touch auto. it. Stop touching it, mother. Brian. Uh, thank Barry. you again to all of our sponsors, especially Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. And Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore, California. 
Creamy Guac, Tacos, Family Fun, everybody, you know, go there, say hi. Get at me, bro. And we also want to thank Bruce Vane for these lovely tunes that you're listening to right now. Look him up, he's amazing. Nick Lowridge with the tools and the stuff and the jacks and the truck and the boots and go see him. Oh my. And the cats and boots and cats and and boots and cats and boots and cats. And all of our other listeners and the people who are still here and the new listeners. And yes, Chantel, thank you all very much. And Andrew. Thank you, Chantel. And yeah, Andrew for the for sure for the listener mail. Listener mail. Y'all have to put in more listener mail. Email us customer states podcast at gmail.com. You can also send your voicemails there if you want, or voice memos, I should say. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. That is seriously one of the best ways to spread us. Um, that Excuse sounded me? weird. Um, to spread Go our spread awareness. It. Spread the word. Spread it. Spread the word. Just spread, spread it wide. And if, you, and if you want to find us, we're big enough now that if you literally type in Customer States Podcast on Google, it will populate everything. Well, go us. Yay. Yay. Uh, we're also on all the social medias. Truly get at me. And with that, we say. And with that, we say. Love you. <laughs> we were giving really you your moment I was really hoping that we would all say it together. Okay, okay. And with that, love we say. And he's going to count in the air. I love you. Love you. Oh, so much fucking love. Hmm. All the loves. Love you. All right. See you next week. I guess. Yeah. See you guys. Unequivocally bossing. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, do you have a, a quick quip to throw in? Huh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.